2: It was pretty good other than those uh, Pirate Baseball losses, but at least they made up for it last
3: night. How about you? I'm well, but I, I look, I found this. Um, and uh, I think you found some taste over the weekend. That's actually a pretty good selection. Appreciate it. on. I'm responding to a message from somebody. I can respond. Sounds to that like the minute.
2: anonymous text line is at it early.
3: No, no, this is something else. No, the anonymous text line is heating up already. I'm just, I'm replying something smart alecky back to someone else. All right, there we go. Uh, welcome in everybody. <laughs> Uh, it's great to have you with us. Nice to be along on a uh, Monday. Thanks to the guys for filling in last week. I had, uh, yeah, tis the season as far as uh, baseball kind of taking uh, some of the shows out. But uh, such is life, I suppose. And then uh, the good news is like, you know, last week I, were, I, I had other work, so it was good. So I, it was it was fine. Like Thursday was totally me. I was not here. Uh, I had another assignment in the world of TV. So uh, thanks to you guys for stepping in last week. Uh, Pirate baseball with a big win to wrap up the uh, weekend. Nice job by uh, Cliff Godwin's group. We'll get to some of our comments uh, with Coach Godwin from our uh, weekly podcast we release. Uh, usually around nine thirty, ten o'clock in the morning on Mondays. It's inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin, the Gavigan Agency, and Healthwise Pharmacy are the uh, presenting sponsors of that great podcast. 94.3thegame.com is where you can you can see it. So that's, uh, that's where you could go and, and check that out. But we'll bring you an excerpt or two from that today. We'll also have some post-game comments from Cliff Godwin. And Joe Dooley, look, uh, very interesting today. I, I don't know if it'll go anywhere, but they are revi- revitalizing or re- I guess revitalizing is the word. Uh, some of those additional postseason tournaments, College Insider, CBI. The CBI thing's a little funky. They're going to have it down in Florida. Uh, and then they're going to have it down... Uh, where, where, I mean, there's, there's logistics with that that I don't think are very appealing. But I know the College Insider tournament is interested in a few teams in the American East Carolina, one of them. I, I, I don't know if that you know, just because there's interest there, who knows how that'll translate. But uh, uh, just a heck of a year by Joe Dooley, um, and the players. That I mean, the players deserve a lot of credit too. That was a a tough win against Tulsa. Tulsa's three and ten in games decided by two possessions or less this year, and uh, that's a pretty remarkable stat. Tells you how close they've been. Pirates have been in a lot of close, exciting games. So uh, we wrapped up the regular season with our basketball coverage. It was a thrill to work with that crew all season. Cy Seymour as well, an honor for me. And uh, hope to be uh, back working with that gang again next season and beyond. But uh, really a lot of fun. And the game was a good game. Nice crowd. People were into it. I think the students this year have kind of gotten back into Pirate basketball, which is good. And maybe that's something that, that can be built upon, especially in the next year. Uh, speaking of uh, postseason, Jerry Palm, racketology expert, CBSSports.com. Jerry is, uh, you know, we, we hear Lenardi, we talk Lenardi, but Jerry's the guy right up there with Lenardi. He's going to be on with us in a little over 10 minutes. Uh, what did the Tar Heels have to do to get in and stay in? Jerry's update as of this morning has him in. He also has Memphis and SMU in. So that would be three from the American. How does that play out? Uh, we won't still any of Jerry's thunder. I'm sure if you're a college uh, hoops head, you've probably taken a look at uh, all the bracketology stuff already. Uh, if you've not and you're interested, we won't spoil it when Jerry joins us in a few minutes uh, from now. Speaking of postseason hoops, congratulations to... Uh, The Farmville Boys and Girls, they have advanced through. Farmville Boys will play St. Paul's tomorrow. They get the winner of Cummings and Kinston. So it could be Farmville and Kinston Saturday uh, in uh, Farmville. Uh, The Farmville Girls, on the other hand, uh, are going to be hosting Roanoke Rapids tomorrow night. I think if they win and St. Paul's wins, they'd have to travel on Saturday trying to get to another state title game and, uh, trying to win a state title consecutively, uh, for, for I think the fourth year in a row would be Farmville. Uh, if they're able to, uh, to, uh, advance through the next couple games, they'll have a chance to do that. Uh, other kind of local area teams Northside over in, uh, Yatesville is that Bertie and the one, a girls tomorrow, both, uh, Wilson prep boys and girls team are still playing. They're playing tomorrow. Um, Rocky Mount, their boys and girls teams are still playing. We get our signal into there a little bit. So, uh, Rocky Mount up in the boys upset South Central on uh, Saturday in the third round, and then uh, uh, West Carteret, Eastern North Carolina team, not in our uh, listening area in our footprint digitally on ninety four three. The game they are, but they're still alive. They have a really good post player who probably. Uh, I'd be interested in learning a lot more about He's Like a six-eight, six-nine kid, who could really uh, play. And I don't think he's he's committed anywhere as of yet. Um, Jackson Ellingsworth is his name, and I mean he's like averaging thirty and twelve, like six-eight. I mean he's he's a pretty he's a baller, and is kind of one of those under the radar guys out there. Um, Anyway, um, that's, uh, that's what's happening there. Uh, yeah, no, great win for Pirate Basketball. Uh, I thought last night it was good to see baseball bounce back after a couple of games. We'll hear from Cliff coming up in a little bit. Uh, the other kind of interesting uh, happening from uh, the weekend as far as I'm concerned, uh, and I'm sure you've seen this, Philip. The ref, Pilkey, Pilkington, by the way, producing uh, today. Panthers seem kind of hell-bent on finding somebody at quarterback. They're not gonna. They're not. I think this is this plan of a free agent, possibly or a trade. Do you like that better than the draft? I kind of do. But what what do you think of that?
2: Well, it kind of seems like when they bring a free agent in, they give the guy one year and then they send him on his merry way. So I feel like if they draft someone, they'll commit longer, and that's what it takes to win in this league: is you got to commit to a guy for for multiple years. So the way they've handled the the recent years, I would rather them draft somebody. Okay, interesting.
3: So you'd be willing to have that person go through growing pains? Is what you're saying? Yeah, I'd, and also if, I don't you, think there's if you draft ever. a go ahead. If you draft a guy and he's a starter. You're not going to win enough games to keep uh, Matt Rule around, I don't think.
2: Look, I mean, this team is not built to win a Super Bowl in the next two to three years, anyways. I'm looking long term here. True. I mean, I don't think there's anybody out there free agent nor tradable that's going to get you to a Super Bowl. So you might as well invest in somebody for the long haul.
3: So you're not excited about Minshew Mania possibly coming to Charlotte?
2: I'd take him over uh, Kirk Cousins. That's a
3: $42 million cap hit, though. Garner Minshew. Perhaps a triumphant return to North Carolina, as uh, he's been a possible, possible uh, addition rumored uh, to go to the Carolina Panthers. Of course, played at ECU before transferring to be closer to home. Originally from Alabama, of course, he goes to Washington State. I'm not really great with geography, but are they what Alabama's? Washington State, Alabama, That's is that close? Not really, is it? No, nah, not exactly. Yeah. So uh, Gardner Minshew is a guy that could come in to compete with Sam Darnold. I don't hate it. You know, I mean, he was with the Jags for a little bit. Uh, started, Ended up starting for the uh, Eagles this year. I, I don't hate it. I don't mind it.
2: Competition is always a good thing, but then it also, like I said, it gives them the ability to just uh, you know, hang a guy on the shelf after like two weeks, which in this ownership is not exactly a good thing because they do it so often. Right.
3: Hey, I was wondering, too, did you see – did I read where I guess there's a chance Cam is going to be back? It seems like I read, skimmed through something that speculated that or stated that as a possibility. Is there any truth to that?
2: The way I've understood it is that they just haven't ruled it out. I don't think they're like actively talking to him. It's just one of those things where it's like, I mean, it's not a no. I think is what they're saying. <laughs>
3: right. It's it's a solid maybe. Is that, <laughs> that's what it is. It's a solid maybe. We may be bringing you in. We may be bringing you in. It's one of those deals. A solid maybe. Alright. Um, why don't we go ahead and grab a break and we'll uh, come back. Uh, Jerry uh, Palm will be with us. I want to Get to some post game audio too from uh, basketball and uh, baseball, but I also wanted to go ahead and get to Jerry, so we'll, we'll have him on the other side to talk a little bracketology: who's in, who's out, and what has to be done. Here is we're inside of two weeks of Selection Sunday. All right, talk to you in a bit as the Patrick Johnson Show rolls on. We'll also go inside the ECU Clubhouse with Pirate Coach Cliff Godwin as time allows here this afternoon on the Patrick Johnson Show.
4: We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us.
0: More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very
4: anxious to know
0: how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com.
5: This is Matt Murchison from Greenville Nissan and we have inventory. New and used options are here and more arriving daily. Trucks, SUVs, sedans, maybe even that special sports car you've always wanted. Right now, get a new Nissan Rogue, Altima, or Sentra with 0% interest. Now is the time to get that all new Nissan Frontier for only $99 a month. Can't get to our showroom? Shop and buy a vehicle with our Nissan Buy at Home link on our website. Check it out. It's seamless, transparent, and so easy. Visit us at Greenville Nissan and greenwellnissan.com where we drive to serve Warren's
2: hot dog pizza homemade lemonade hey
4: pirate nation Warren's now has two locations in Greenville across from Ron Ayers Motorsports and the new Chacoinnity location next to the fire department stop in today for hot dogs pizza subs apple and peach turnovers homemade lemonade and breakfast in Chacoinnity featuring homemade cheese ham and chicken biscuits plus sausage dogs and more Warren's hot dogs
2: want some get some go pirates Hey, I'm Gray Fussell, proud fourth generation winemaker at Duplin Winery and proud new graduate of East Carolina. So many great things are happening right now at the winery. We're celebrating our 45th anniversary this year, and I'm officially Duplin's newest full-time employee. For four years now, I've been asking you to buy our delicious wines from your favorite store, and I hope you'll continue to do so. I think this makes me the official voice of Duplin Winery, so if you see my boss, who is also my dad, tell him I deserve a raise. Thank you for your support and go Pirates.
4: Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville.
0: An important message from Byram Healthcare. If you live with diabetes, you know how challenging and painful it can be to manage your blood sugar. With private insurance, Medicare or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at little or no cost, less copays and deductibles, a continuous glucose monitor providing blood sugar readings with no uncomfortable finger sticks. That alerts you in real time to potential spikes with your blood sugar levels. Byram Healthcare is a leading US provider of continuous glucose monitors. We carry most major brands and will work with your insurance to get your benefits approved. So if you have diabetes, call a US-based Byram Healthcare specialist now and see if you qualify. 800-914-2037. 800-914-2037. 914
5: 2037 That's 800-914-2037.
0: Pirate basketball lives right here. right here. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot, shot, On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. 94 the game.
3: All right. Uh, inside the ECU Clubhouse, Cliff Godwin coming up. Pirate Report coming up. Thrilled to have uh, our next guest on, Bracket. Ology expert for uh, CBS Sports. Heard him on here. You've heard him uh, on uh, the Adam Gold Show here on our program. You've heard him uh, or on our station. You've heard him on other programs around the Fruited Plain. It's Jerry Palm is with us uh, here. He does uh, the bracket predictions for CBS. We're going to dive into that with March Madness and Selection Sunday. Uh, less than two weeks away, we'll, uh, we'll delve into that here. Jerry, thanks for taking a few minutes with us uh, here this afternoon live. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem. How are you? Doing well. Uh, doing well. You've emerged uh, on the... I mean, I know you've been doing it a while, but it seems like that uh, the visibility of what you do has kind of gained some steam because you've become fairly accurate in uh, in recent uh, years. So, how did you get mixed up in this whole forecasting the field? And you do the, the bowl games, too, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, I
6: started doing this in 1994. So... Um, uh, it's. Uh, I got into it because I had a computer and too much time on my hands and wanted to learn <laughs> um, this new database program and this thing that Al Gore just invented called the Internet. And, um, <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so I it saw it's a formula for the RPI, and so I used all this new stuff of mine to try and recreate it. Shared it on news groups. Um, which, you know, the history books, you'll study that in history books someday. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thought nobody would care, and people cared. And
3: yeah.
6: I eventually created a website for it, collegerpi.com, and then right.
3: yeah. joined yeah.
6: CBS in 2011. So it's uh, 20, I don't know, what is it? Uh, it's uh, 2022 now, so that's, that's almost 30 years. Yeah, of, uh, gosh. Of doing this. Yeah.
3: <laughs> hey, so
6: oh, well, uh, I, don't know, I don't know about just coming on the scene or becoming more visible, but um it's uh I've been around for quite a quite a while. It
3: used well, I to be yeah. just me
6: and uh, Joel Lennardi.
3: Yeah, and, but uh, I think I think the interest years, in then, the,
6: um yeah. a lot of people look, had computers and too much time on their hands.
3: <laughs> right. I think that, well, that's what I mean. I think with the advent of you know, more people going to the web for things, that's where it really kind of oh, exploded yeah. for, for you. Yeah. So, yeah, um we grew with the internet. So uh, you know, I, I do it commentating on games this year. I tried to e- become uh, evolve and, and understand Ken Palm a little better. Um, do you? I mean, what are you factoring in when you're? I mean, you mentioned RPI, but w- with everything now, uh, BPI and everything, what are you factoring in? Okay, so
6: um, RPI no longer exists. I mean, it still exists. It just nobody uses it or calculates it. Um, the uh, NCAA the net. switched to the net. In 2019, Um, and that's actually the only season, as it turns out, that we've had a full season of games and a bracket that followed the tournament that followed. Um, the The net is more, much more, really margin of uh, victory influenced uh, than the RPI, which had no margin of influence or margin of victory influence at all. Uh, Ken Palm and Sagarin exist for the purpose of predicting point spreads. Mm-hmm. Uh, and mm-hmm. as such, point spreads are pretty much the only data they use. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. there's a high-level advanced math going on with those numbers to, to do that, to predict point spreads. It's high-level math modeling, but that's what they do. So those metrics don't care at all if your team actually wins games. They're just trying to predict point spreads. Right um, BPI is similar, I guess, to that, um, although they don't actually do point spread predictions. Um, and then there are two other metrics on the team sheets. Um, KPI and uh, SOR strength of record. Uh, those are more results based, uh, less influenced by margin of victory, although I don't think it's zero um, in mm-hmm. those metrics. And all of those metrics in the net in, you know the NCAA's metric of choice, None of those are decisive. Nope, the committee never looks at metrics and says one team's better than the other, and we're going with that. You wouldn't need right. a committee if that's what you were going to do. Um, right. The net is being used the same way the RPI is, and that is to put your opponents on in the quadrants on the team sheets. So the higher rank your opponents are, the, the quadrant, you know, they'll be quad one or quad two. You'll hear that talk. Um, yeah. But that's really all the net is used for specifically.
3: All right, Jerry Palms with us uh, here. Do, is there a little bit of trying to go inside the mindset of the committee, too, when you're doing these bracketology forecasts? Oh, totally. Forecast? Yeah, yeah. I mean,
6: that's the job, right? It's yeah. My job is to try and predict what the committee's going to do with the data that they have on all of these teams and keeping in mind that it's a subjective process, even though it's guided by objective data.
3: The thing the, the thing I find interesting right now Jerry Palm uh CBS Sports bracketology expert uh Jerry updates his predictions uh I, what I've seen almost daily there's always a new one up and yeah, every it. day yeah yeah yeah. so that's that's what's really cool and you can kind of watch the ebbs and the flows of this uh right now and this is a change from yesterday UNC is in as a 12 seed they would be in one of the first four games you can imagine right. uh, you can imagine uh, people in Chapel Hill are losing their minds. Other people in the state losing their minds that they would be in the first four. Uh, but uh, there they are. What obviously win tonight has to be done. But uh, what what do they have to do to stay soundly in uh, the, uh, the the right side of the field of sixty eight and not uh, live life on the bubble the next week and a half, two weeks?
6: Well, they're going to live life on the bubble most likely regardless. Um, but the only thing North Carolina can do, and the only thing that any team in this league can do in an attempt to resume build and play themselves into the tournament is beat Duke. That's it. Yeah. That's the only team that is absolutely certain to make the NCAA tournament out of this league. And if you don't beat Duke, you could still make the tournament because not everybody's going to beat Duke. But um, in fact, Virginia and Florida state beat Duke and they're probably not going to make the tournament anyway, but right. it's, I mean, that's how you resume build. A Duke is light years ahead of the rest of this league, way ahead. And so you can beat Notre Dame or you can beat Wake Forest or whatever, and that might help you separate yourself from them, those teams, a little bit. But that's not the kind of win that gets the committee's attention. The only team in this league that you can beat to get the committee's attention is Duke. And for Carolina, that means winning on the ultimate senior night. Um, yeah. You know, the, yeah. Uh, I guess they could call a senior citizen night, too, because he's in his 70s, right? <laughs> okay. He's 75. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, anyways, you know, that's so good luck, you know, winning that game. Um, but, you know, and then there's a the conference tournament. You can still do some work in the conference tournament. So, uh, you know, but again, you, you, the only, there's only one opponent in the conference tournament that you can beat that's really going to help you, and only one team can beat them when you get to the conference tournament.
3: So, in other words, if your UNC lose tonight, that is that is very damaging.
6: Yeah, uh, win really tonight. Yeah, you c- you, the, yeah. You know, two weeks ago, the best thing you could say about Carolina's tournament resume was they didn't have any bad losses, and then they lost at home to Pitt. So yeah. losing at home to Syracuse is not as bad as that, but it's a significant problem, especially when you look at the quality of North Carolina's wins. That they only have one win all season over a team that might make the NCAA tournament, and that's Michigan. So, in a sense, you know, North Carolina fans should be rooting for Michigan because that that you want that to look as good as possible, but the only bad thing about that is that Michigan might knock get out. <laughs> so,
1: yeah. you know, it's kind of yeah. a
6: double-edged sword there, but uh, if Michigan does not make the NCAA tournament and North Carolina does not beat Duke or Wake or Notre Dame or one of those other teams that might – then they would go into Selection Sunday without a win over nobody or or without a win over a single team in the bracket. And it's hard to be Uh, an at-large team. If you have proven conclusively, you can't beat any NCAA tournament teams.
3: Yeah. Uh, We've got uh, Jerry Palm uh, with us, uh, CBS Sports. Right now, UNC is in a group that you have as the last four in. That group also includes Florida, who had the big win against – uh, Auburn, Auburn. Uh, a few weeks yep. ago, yeah. You got uh, you got Wake Forest, who I think is you know the eye test is a dynamite team uh, because of their high, relatively high net. Memphis, you have them in despite the fact that they have had uh, some really uneven performances this year, but they really uh, laid it on Wichita State uh, come last on strong, uh, uh, which they had yeah.
6: to, <laughs> to even become yeah. part of this conversation. Um, but yeah, Memphis ha- has come on strong and. um one at Houston, uh, which is really the win that probably has them in this position at the moment.
3: Gotcha. Same thing for SMU. I, they're not in that last four in grouping. You've got them as an 11 seed, but, uh, I, you know, we covered the American. I covered the American a lot with television this year, so I'm I'm of the opinion that the league is probably a little underrated, uh, despite what maybe the numbers say. I'm just talking quality of play. There's some really good teams in it. Houston, a sixth seed is where you have them right now in the Midwest, but then uh you've got SMU in it. And I say that's great because I think SMU's uh, just a, a. They've had some injuries. They have some flaws, but that's a pretty talented, yeah. attorney-worthy team in my mind.
6: Yeah, they boy they had a rough day at Houston, which uh, over the yeah. weekend, which is not really a surprise because uh, they beat Houston, came from behind to beat them at SMU, and you had a feeling that Houston would be had a, had a little something for them yesterday. Uh, SMU swept Memphis in the regular season, and that's. A little bit of why SMU is a, a slightly higher in the bracket than Memphis is.
3: Yeah. Uh, what are those two, Memphis and SMU? Is there anything they, obviously, as you just stated with the, the UNC illustration, just you got to keep winning somehow, and, and yep. maybe take advantage of what you have and. If you face Houston again in the tournament, somehow beat them, or if you face yep. one another again, somehow beat them. But is there a magic right. number or anything that they need to do? I mean, do, no. you don't lose this time of year, I guess, is what it is.
6: Yeah, don't, yeah, don't take the, don't don't lose to the teams that you shouldn't lose to. You know, don't right. do any further damage um, because when you're this close to the bottom of the bracket, it could just be one bad loss that you can't recover from. Um, so for SMU, Memphis, all of these teams that we just talked about. You have to win the games that you're supposed to win as an NCAA tournament team, and then hope you get the better opponents and get you know take your chances with them. Now Memphis still has Houston at home at the end of the regular season. SMU is done with Houston for the regular season, but obviously the conference tournament, um, one or both of those teams may get another crack at them.
3: I like your Texas-SMU matchup uh, in, right now in the East in round one. That's You know, the I, opening I, round. That's, I didn't that's know I did that
6: until you just told me. When I'm going through the bracket, <laughs> I just, I'm putting yeah. the teams in 1-68, to and I'm trying to follow all of these rules um, for, you know, trying to keep teams from the same conference separated and put teams as close to home as you possibly can and all of that. Uh, and yeah. so sometimes matchups like that end up getting created. But, uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, SMU would love to have a shot at Texas.
3: Yeah, uh, the great Jerry Palm with us uh, here, CBS Sports. Uh, uh, right now, your first four out as of as of today: Michigan, Oregon, Indiana, who got a big win yesterday, and then VCU's actually coming on. VCU's playing some pretty good basketball yep. uh, right now, and and Mike can find their way surging in. Out of those four, well, let me put it like this: out of your last four in and first four out, how much swapping do you see going on? Up to how many spots potentially?
6: All of them. Good. I mean, that's, <laughs> you, you know, the cut line is right there. So, uh, they could all move in and in and out over the next two weeks. Um, yeah, it's, there could be somebody further off the bracket that makes a run, like perhaps St. Bonaventure, who's going to play VCU, uh, tomorrow, I think this week anyway, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, there's still with two weeks to go in the regular season plus, the conference tournaments, a lot can happen, and sometimes you know you think you've done enough to get in, and all of a sudden you know Belmont wins the Ohio Valley, and Murray's still an at-large team, and and your bid's gone. So you know there's, there's no complacency when you're in that part of the bracket, and a, and a lot of movement can occur among that that group of teams.
3: You you make a very good point there, Jerry. Uh, who is someone from a uh, so-called low-major, mid-major that's considered a one-bid league that would get in uh, even if they don't win their tournament? It's really, I think, just Murray
6: State. Gotcha. Um, uh, there's, you know, there's some decent teams in some of those other leagues, but uh, you know, maybe in North Texas, but probably not. Um, Iona, maybe, but probably not. It's just, but those would probably be the next two best. Um, it would be interesting to see if Loyola made a run through the Missouri Valley, but uh, they might actually have to do that now. Uh, So there's some, yeah, there's some teams, you know, you've got the Mountain West and the West Coast Conference are, are pretty well populated toward the bottom of the bracket, but I have a feeling if somebody in one of those leagues that's not already in the bracket made a run, there's the risk they could knock somebody out from their own league. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, something like that. It, those are – Murray State, though, is, is the most compelling to me. Oh, possibly Davidson, too. Davidson would be yeah. 10. I don't really think of them as a typical one-bid league, but they could end up being a one-bid league this year.
3: Davidson uh, right now at 10, and uh, East Carolina played them uh, earlier in the year down in Myrtle Beach. Uh, let me let me ask you this year. One's right now, Gonzaga, Auburn, Baylor and Arizona. Uh, of course, we saw what happened Saturday with the uh, the top six ranked teams. Yeah. Uh, do you see? Well, uh, just just for the point of this conversation or this question, Wisconsin, Kansas, Duke, and Providence are the twos right now. How much volatility do you? See? Are, are the ones pretty well locked in in your mind right now, or or could there be some movement?
6: Gonzaga. Otherwise, movement is definitely possible, especially because you've got Baylor and Kansas playing in the Big Twelve. They may have to play each other again. Uh, Texas Tech or Texas, somebody like that, could you know, sneak up and win the conference tournament and maybe knock both of them off the top line. Um, Duke is in play there. Um, Purdue plays at Wisconsin tomorrow uh, with the Big Ten regular season title on the line. Mm-hmm. So Kentucky could move back up. Yeah, there's still some movement among the top ten that's possible just because, there's still a lot of head-to-head play going on and and the conference tournaments can, can dictate some of that.
3: Gotcha. Uh, Jerry, uh, do appreciate your time here. Good stuff. Uh, we'll be, uh, paying a lot of attention to it and linking to it. And, uh, we really, again, thanks for taking a few minutes with us. It was, uh, really good to speak to you and, uh, we'll, we'll be keeping an eye on it. Thanks a lot. All right, there he goes. Jerry Palm with this uh, here, CBS Sports Bracketology uh, expert. Sounds like the heels. I mean, don't lose tonight is the big thing. That's the big thing. Um, that's, that's the big deal. All right. Uh, hey, are you tired of maybe you're in a spot where you're having to work on weekends, working too many hours, your job's not challenging, you maybe want to make a, more money. Who doesn't? Maybe you want a new career. Let me tell you about Victra. They're the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers. Victor's Greenville Contact Center is now hiring Victra as uh, positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail support, retail store support, I should say, customer care and operation support. Tremendous benefits. There's incredible potential with commission, paid face-to-face training. They got medical, they got dental, they got vision. Paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and a 401k matching plan. You can earn top dollar while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. We had some of the Victor guys uh, a couple Fridays ago on Talk of the Town, and uh, they've they've got some impressive people in their organization. Uh, local people, people they've brought in from other uh, parts of the uh, nation and uh, it's an impressive, impressive group. It really is. Uh, they're hiring now. They are motivated to get quality people in. So if you're wanting to, to maybe do something a little different with uh, your career in 2022, this is now time, uh, Now the time to do it. Uh, you can apply now online, pit-jobs.com. Pit is in pitcounty-jobs.com. All right. Well, we got a pirate report coming up. We've also got, uh, as time allows, inside the ECU clubhouse with Cliff Godwin. So stay tuned for all of that right now. The ref, Philip Pilkington, with a sports update.
2: Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94th Read The Game Sports Update. We will start in Pirate Athletics as ECU softball pitcher Madison Davis was named to the AAC Honor Roll this week after going 2-0 with a ERA in 14 strikeouts. Currently, ECU's women's lacrosse team is over in Durham taking on the 7th-ranked Blue Devils. That score is 6-3 Duke at the end of the first quarter. And in baseball, Derek Jeter is stepping down as the CEO of the Miami Marlins and will share his sell his share of the team. And to the league as a whole, if no agreement is reached by the end of today for the collective bargaining agreement, there will be no full 162 games played in 2022. In hoops, Gonzaga and Arizona remain 1-2 and two in the latest AP poll despite losing this week. They are followed by Baylor, Duke, and Auburn. To the NFL, the Hall of Fame game has been announced. It will take place between the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Oakland Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had another retirement on their team as their star guard, Ali Marpet, has retired. In international sports... Russia has been banned from the International Ice Hockey Federation, the FIFA World Cup, and UEFA has taken their teams out of Champions League competition. And finally, last year's NASCAR champion Kyle Larson took one step in the right direction to repeating his champ as he grabbed a win yesterday at Fontana. That'll do it for your 94-3 The Game Sports Update. Comments from Coach Godwin and Coach Dooley on the
0: other side of this timeout. More of the Patrick Johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of pirate football, 94, three, the game.
7: Time for a weather update and yup, there's still weather outside. It's a temperature. It could rain or not. It's either hot or cold. So wear a jacket or don't anyway. Good luck.
4: Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. With Meineke e-inspection, we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone, telling you what should be fixed and why. Get a basic oil change starting in 1995. Meineke, doing car care right. At participating locations, terms, and conditions apply.
7: At U.S. Cellular, we know you have a choice of wireless carriers. And while the other guys may limit your choice of free phones, at U.S. Cellular, you can choose any phone from any brand for free free plus get unlimited data for just $30 a month with 4 lines. US Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details.
1: Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent
7: are you ready for a new career an amazing company chose greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers and victra's greenville contact center is growing rapidly victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales business to business sales retail store support customer care and operations support Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face to face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. victor is now hiring both full and part time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only, no outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals. Visit pit-jobs.com to apply now.
4: Need to insure a boat in Edenton? A business in Elizabeth City? A car in Greenville? How about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks? Weatherly Insurance Agency, an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina, is here to help. Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town. Call today, 888-OBX-2-IBX, or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com. From the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks, Weatherly Insurance, has you covered.
0: And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game.
3: All right, uh, nice to have you with us, Patrick Johnson, uh, and today's Pirate Report. Let's start with basketball. That was a big win. Five-point uh, victory against uh, Tulsa. The Pirates sweep Tulsa. And uh, Joe Dooley on uh, what uh, transpired and happened in the second half. His team uh, with uh, another kind of late push. Uh, Tristan Newton's kind of what happened. But uh, what else happened according to Coach Joe Dooley?
8: Well, obviously, I think the biggest thing that changed and helped us was our defense in the second half. When you look at the numbers, uh, very evident that we... we did a better job in the second half guarding, uh, both from the two point, you know, all two point shots in the three point line, and then uh, the, we obviously made some timely shots. You know, Tristan obviously Vance and did a good job of not turning over. Those things probably helped us offensively. Because we didn't shoot it very well, as you could see.
3: All right, let's uh, skip to three here, and this is uh, what uh, Coach Dooley had to say about the impact of Vance Jackson this
8: season. It was a big impact. We all know that. I mean, he, he came in. He had a really good. He's had a really good year for us. Um, I think his game has is, is, is developed and continue to develop. I mean, I think he has been a good teammate. I think he's been fun to coach. Um, it's sort of nice to see those seniors get rewarded. I mean, J.J. obviously came Some of these guys had, had some rough goes, a rough go last year with, you know, what we missed, 13 or 14 games. So, um, you know, it was nice for J.J. and those guys to have a senior night and to win on senior night. Uh,
3: also uh, coming up, uh... From Joe Dooley here, uh, Luigi Debeau continued to uh, crash the glass and be a big, uh, big energy rebound guy. Uh, Joe Dooley on Luigi's uh, energy that he's brought over the last handful of games.
8: His energy helped. I mean, we could all see him. He, he I mean, he ended up having one of the bigger plays of the game. He ran down that loose ball in front of our bench on an offensive rebound. We get a three off the possession. Those are all little things that everybody gives credit to. You know, the guy that put the ball in the basket. Sometimes the guy that set the screen or the guy that uh ran down the loose ball the guy that took the charge those things all add up and he he did a lot of things i thought his energy throughout the game was terrific
3: um i'm gonna look here uh bobby bob hang on uh while, while i'm looking up here i want to give a number but uh the bows really practiced a lot better joe was telling me before the game he finished with seven rebounds to lead the pirates so he'd been averaging 10 over the last four games but it's fine, you're finally kind of starting to see, like, that transpire into game action. And, I mean, it, Joe's even saying his offense is better in practice than what he's shown in games. So, I think once Luji can kind of put that together, and, and all indications there are Lugia, who's in grad school, will be back next year for the kind of extra COVID year, that, that would be a really good thing. Uh, I mean, look, you, you can't coach seven feet. So, I mean, that's, you know... Might not it might be games where he only plays five minutes. might be games where he plays a lot and is is doing what he's doing on the backboards. Uh, Joe Dooley on what was a uh, a big season at home for the Pirates, and uh, this is Joe Dooley discussing that.
8: well we you need to protect your home court to have a great season and then learn how to win on the road. And we for the most part, we did a pretty good job, and obviously we stubbed our toe a couple of times. We had a couple of tough losses here. Um, but I, I, do think the, f- the crowd has been terrific all year. I mean, these, you know, the, 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 excitement those people brought tonight, especially late in the game, uh, when we needed some stops was, was really, uh, it, it makes a difference. I don't know if fans know that it does make a difference, but it does. Pirates 12
3: and four at home. And, uh, right now are in line. They have their first regular winning season since the, uh, 13, 14 season, I believe it is. Um and uh look this year's been a lot of close kind of shaves for the pirates themselves uh, joe dooley talked about that
8: you know you always look back at the end of the season and there's always a lot of what ifs i mean in what if what if you know and no one cares that's the, the reality it's a it's a it's a result-based based business so you you try to figure out. I, 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 to the kids' credit, I mean, when we went throughout stretch, we lost six in a row. They could have mailed it in. I mean, that, that's an easy thing to just say. Hey, listen, this isn't going because practice doesn't change. It doesn't get any easier, and you know, and this is really hard. And we're not winning, but there's no reward. I, I think these guys have stuck with it, and uh, I mean, we've we've lost a bunch of you know close ones, but we've also won some close ones, including today.
3: Um the other uh interesting uh thing uh is the pirates have a bye week. They uh will not make up the game they lost at home to Wichita State, but they will play to close the year at Wichita and could finish ahead of Wichita. In the standings uh looks like that they could really lock up the eight seed. They're locked in there. There's an outside shot now that they depending on what Cincinnati does, even though Cincinnati swept the season series with them, uh Pirates could wind up maybe as the 7th seed, uh, you know have to win at Wichita and Cincinnati who lost on a buzzer beater to USF would have to lose their last two games, I, I believe. But that that's a distinct possibility now, and that does change things a little bit. But uh, Joe Dooley on this uh, week ahead where you could get some rest, get some practice, get some uh, guys healthy, and then see what happens down the uh, stretch run in March.
8: I think it's probably a good time to have a bye week. And that sounds crazy after you just, you know, won a couple. Um, we haven't had a bye week. We've been playing three games or two games a week every week, which is unusual our bye week was supposed to be when we played at South Florida, one of the bye weeks. And I think it would be good for the guys, I think from a mental standpoint of, you know, have a day off. We'll, we'll, we'll give these guys off two days during the week. And, you know, we'll, we'll be off tomorrow. We'll practice a couple of days. We'll give them another day off and in, 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 in preparation for Wichita State. And I think they could use it physically and probably mentally too. But uh, we'll be able to get some time to work on ourselves and also, also prepare for, for the Jockers. Uh, also, uh
3: We've got Joe Dooley radio show tonight. We're going to hear from cliff here in a little bit. Well, I, yeah, we'll hear from cliff here in a little bit. Let's, uh, get a, a quick, uh, uh, deal from Spivey here really quick. Uh, this pirate baseball one bounce back, uh, last night after the uh, game was postponed originally start time uh, to the evening because of rain. And this is uh, East Carolina. Uh, and, uh, they, uh, they shut out, uh, they shut out the, uh, Tar Heels. Five zip, Carter Spivey, a big part of the reason why. Four and a third inning, seven strikeouts. This is uh, Carter Spivey recapping uh, the game last night.
8: Uh, I just comes back. A great game plan by, by AK and played really good defense behind me. And, you know, the name of the game
2: is give our chance to win. As pitchers keep pounding the zone, make them beat us. So that's, I think we did a good job of that tonight.
3: He mentioned AK there. That's Austin Knight, the new pitching coach. How that has uh, uh, been a relationship that's been fruitful for him this season so far. A lot, and obviously players before me too—Agnos, uh, Vol, Lanier—all those guys uh,
2: helped shape me into the guy I am today. And then AK, obviously, uh, is a great pitching coach, and
3: we're really lucky to have him. All right, and this is Spivey on what a difference uh, this year has been for him. I'm just—I think I'm just competing better. That's all. I'm going out there, keeping it simple, and just talking to myself up there, saying they're not going to beat me. Pound the zone, make them earn it. That's really all. All right. We'll get uh, some of our Inside the ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin in for ya. you. You always get the podcast at 94.3thegame.com. But an excerpt from that next.
0: More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of Pirate Basketball, 94.3 The Game.
4: Do you own a timeshare? Use it for things you really want. We can help you end your timeshare contract and stop the money drain immediately. If you're ready to move on with your timeshare, call our team right now.
8: Cancel your timeshare now with a free call.
5: 800-289-0413. 800-289-0413. 800-289-0413. That's
1: 800-289-0413. Hey, I want to tell you a little bit about Wilson Rose heating and air conditioning. They've been in the keeping you comfortable business for 60 years on Hooker Road in Greenville. Steve Rhodes, second generation gives each customer a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Wilson Road's is an authorized train dealer, specializes in new installations, home replacement service agreements on all makes and models. Go online at wilsonroads.com for 0% financing options up to 60 months on qualifying equipment. To get the job done right wilson roads in greenville you'll be comfortable in no time
4: Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in
3: Stokes. Get lasting joint pain relief without surgery, without drugs, without downtime. New options are now available here. Regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. This is Patrick Johnson talking about biologic therapies. It's the most exciting medical development in years. These remarkable regenerative treatments actually encourage your own body to help heal the damaged tissue in your joints. Professional athletes, they've done it for years. It's now available for folks like you and me. If you've been struggling with knee, back, shoulder, or hip pain, arthritis pain of any kind, you need to check out the exciting natural alternative with incredible patient satisfaction reports. Restorative biological therapies at QC Kinetics. Effective treatments for chronic joint pain with no drugs and no surgery. Call now for a free consultation. Learn about all the regenerative options available to help you get pain-free. Call the medical professionals right here in our own backyard at QC Kinetics. 252-756-Pain. That's 252-756-7246. Call the local medical professionals at QC Kinetics now.
0: Like us on Facebook. For breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today. It's time to head inside the ECU clubhouse with Pirate baseball coach, Cliff Godwin on your home for East Carolina baseball, 94, three, the game, going back, looking up. See you later. Patrick Johnson's visit with Coach Godwin is covered by The Gavigan Agency,
4: covering Pirate Nation's personal and commercial insurance needs with offices in Greenville and New Bern. And by Healthwise Pharmacy in Greenville. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker.
3: Healthwise Pharmacy puts you and your health first. Here's Patrick Johnson with Coach Cliff Godwin. All, all right, uh, our Inside the uh, ECU Clubhouse with Cliff Godwin. Do we have it uh, queued up where the segment I sent you, Philip? Uh, Let me know when we do. All right, so uh, talk to Cliff Godwin uh, earlier today. You get the complete podcast available on uh, 94.3thegame.com where it uh, downloads every Monday, but uh, I asked Cliff about the message being to this team uh, to not necessarily worry about things like average and RBIs and your ERA and strikeouts, but just getting better every day. Is that something that he's been preaching?
5: No question, and You know, it's it's human nature, and look, uh, I've been there. It's human nature to be selfish and just want to do good for yourself. But I'll be honest with you, East Carolina baseball, since I've been here, has never been good enough to just have a bunch of selfish players. We've got to be a team, and that's the most important part. And um, I was really frustrated after Saturday's game with our offense because I didn't think we competed as much as I would like. And um, I had what I would call a coming-to-Jesus meeting with the hitters, and You know, I'm in charge of the hitters, and um, it's funny, you know, when you have a lot of success, sometimes, you know, people don't understand what 17 felt like and some of the cracks in the armor that we had in the 17 team. Um, And I just kind of drew a line in the sand and said, hey, look, we're going to do it this way, and uh, we've done it this way for years, and if you don't like it, then that's not my problem. Um, That was a a very nice way of me saying that, so – um, and it's not personal. It's just, hey, look, we've done this for a long time. This is the way we know we need to do things to be successful offensively. And I thought last night was a very good way to start. And it doesn't always have to be pretty. It just has to be uh, tough at bats, um, putting the ball in play with two strikes, and executing our short game and uh, situational hitting. And I thought we did a really good job of that last night.
3: <laughs> Specifically with the uh, Jacobs Coward, Jacob Jacobs uh, – Jenkins Cowart uh, – Jacob Jenkins-Coward at bat B what what you're speaking to there?
5: Well, yes. I mean, that's the, the moment everybody sees. But, you know, ryder Giles getting jammed with two strikes in the first inning. They make an error. We uh, have a hit and run with Jacob Jenkins-Coward. And, of course, J.C. gets out. The Ryder's at second. Riley Johnson hits a hard ground ball, which I thought was a hit. I think they caught it an there because uh, he's really fast. And now it's first and third. Um, and then you have a wild pitch. I mean, we, you know, in a time where it's been tough for us to score run, mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Um, and then, um, you know, of course, J.C.'s at bat was unbelievable, you know, for a freshman to get down 0-2 in that situation and not let the moment get too big for him. I mean, that's a, that's a you know, you can't draw that up in practice. And um, I, I love Jacob Jenkins-Coward, and I love our whole team, but I love him because the one thing about him is he competes at everything. He competes at practice, he competes, and he doesn't like losing. So, obviously, that goes well with my personality, and he's super talented. He, his best days are definitely in front of him. Um, he's going to be a guy that Pirate Nation talks about for a while, and uh, he's really probably made as much improvement in six months as anybody in our program.
3: We've got uh, Pirate baseball coach Cliff Godwin uh, on the uh, horn with us here as we're talking uh, ECU baseball. Uh, coach, would you talk about uh, guys and playing guys that uh, are going to compete at, at the at-bat, but also, I mean, it's about working hard during the week in between games and doing the things to be prepared to play on game day in this program, is it not?
5: Yeah, if you're not a good practice player, man, you're, you're probably not going to play a whole lot at of- for ECU baseball. baseball, um, and that's you know we've talked about this a lot uh, over the years, but that's why Connor Norby didn't play a lot his freshman year, what because he wasn't talented enough. Is if you can't trust him in practice, I mean, how are you going to trust him in the game? And we talk about that is you got to trust we got to trust you in practice first before we trust you in the game.
3: Uh, Coach uh, Justin Wilcox, and we've talked about him. Uh, you've talked about just uh, his, his abilities behind the plate. Hit his second – I mean, his first home run the other uh, – last night. Uh, the, you the, like the, you <laughs> that jab at, at me right there. <laughs> it's not at you. It's not at you. I'm not, I, I've known you a long time. I'm not jabbing you ever. I might rib you a little, but I'm not jabbing you ever. But, I mean, uh, still, point being, he hits a home run. Another uh, situation where – I mean, you're talking about a guy with all the tools. Uh, I know we've discussed him. But I mean, this is uh, this is a, this could be a real special young man by the time he wraps up in the purple and gold.
5: I tell you what, it's r- it's really a neat story. You know, a guy that, uh, um, and I hope he's okay with me sharing this, but a guy who came in as a, a walk on force, mm-hmm. a, a recruited walk on in our sport. You have to have some recruited walk ons, just the way the scholarships line up. I mean, you can only have twenty seven of thirty five in a normal year on scholarship and. Very quiet quiet young man, super smart, four o student. Um, probably didn't think he was as good as he could be and he's just worked his tail off and now he's actually believing that he is the player that he's capable of being and um to be honest with you, um, he's had two at bats, you know, before this year and, and the way he has gotten the box and I mean opening day starter behind the plate. I mean, it's a lot to manage for a first year like guy being able to do it. So proud of him um, because he's a humble human being and he just has been working for two years, two and a half years behind the scenes and nobody even knew who he was. And now people know who he is. So it's pretty special.
3: That's inside the ECU clubhouse with uh, Coach Cliff Godwin, Gavigan Agency and Healthwise Pharmacy. Have you covered on that one? Uh, Download the complete podcast. You can hear the entire conversation, 943thegame.com, right there on our homepage. Thanks, as always. Great job by the ref, Philip Pilkington, and great to have Jerry Palm on. Preempted by baseball tomorrow. We'll be back Wednesday with Brian Mullen more on the Patrick Johnson Show. 5 o'clock Wednesday, Pirate Baseball tomorrow.
4: threatens everything in its path. When it threatens our nation and our communities, we respond. We bring the fight to the front line. The Army National Guard stands ready to face the dangers of mother nature